All right. Now, this is why cereal and milk do not go together at all. Kieran, Kieran, we're recording. Wait, oh, okay. wait, 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 we're recording? Oh. <laughs> all right. Welcome, all of you guys, to the Montgomery High School Paw Print Podcast. This is a podcast for the Montgomery High School student body where we talk about student life, teacher perspectives, administration perspectives, how people are doing with, in terms of stress, what people are interested in. And we hope to feature as many student voices as possible from every grade. We hope to feature interviews with teachers and administration. So stay tuned to listen to different voices from MHS. I'm Annabelle, one of the hosts of the first episode. I'm a junior at Montgomery High School, and I'm part of the Pawprint. My name is Kieran. I am a senior, and I will be the other host of the podcast for this episode, and I am also part of the Pawprint. All right, so as we students know, COVID is an unprecedented time, and we all know that this is a huge human history moment, and we all um, students from sitting on Zoom calls with, with our pajama pants on to staring at our wall, wondering when class will be over. And so we often hear from students, but have we ever really considered what it's like being a teacher during this time? Especially when you have to consider the entire change from in-person to virtual to hybrid for some. And so maybe it's time we get some insight on that. Here to explain that is our guest, Mr. Minor. For those of you who are not in the know, Mr. Minor is an English teacher for the 9th and 10th grade here at Montgomery High School, as well as the journalism teacher for all grades and all levels. Hey, Mr. Minor, how are you doing? I'm, I'm doing well. I'm, uh, you know, it's a long day, but I'm managing it, <laughs> which I think is the best we can do in, 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 given the circumstances. So you yeah. mentioned the circumstances, and I think what students really don't know is all the work that teachers do in answering questions basically 24-7. So what would you say is the hardest part about being a teacher during the pandemic? I think one of the things I profess is that I am not the smartest person in my classrooms. Given that, I am good at a couple things, and I, one of those things I have spent a lot of time wondering why my high school career was difficult and why my childhood was difficult and embraced the things that I wish I had more of. As that goes, I, I think the skills that has left me with is being very personable. It is hard to embrace those skills when you don't have access and agency over the relationships that you have in a building. It's different when I, when Kieran, when I have Kieran in the room and I can say, Kieran, and I can level with you in, a, in an emotional way, it's hard to have that emotion in a, in a screen, you know? I mean, it's good that I'm from Miami and I talk with my hands and that kind of helps, you know? It's hard to express that we're on the same place on this earth when there's this virtual wall between us, you know? So it's harder to break through. And that's, that's, the, that's the biggest challenge. I can answer a thousand emails, but you know, what does that do at the end of the day? Does that really help? And I don't know sometimes. So uh, Mr. Minor, for the teachers that are going to be listening to this podcast who maybe want some advice or want to see what they can do better, what would you say is your biggest tip for teachers throughout this pandemic? How do you think like 
they can improve on themselves and stay like safe and help as much as possible. Remember that it's okay. I think will be my piece of advice. Um, only because I, I think that we spend an awful, teachers are sensitive creatures. We like to hear ourselves and we like to, we, we, we chose a profession that makes us the center of attention. And when we were, and we spend a lot, the goal in teaching is to make sure that in doing so that we're focusing our energy on each individual student and each individual learner. And when we've removed all the things that made normal, it's hard to know if the stuff that you're doing is working and whether or not you're taking the time for yourself with so much time being devoted for others. And that's a normal, a little bit of that last part is normal for teaching. Sometimes you let the things at home kind of fall apart because you're spending so much time making sure the things in school are successful. So I would say, remember, you know, that you're okay. It's okay. You know, and if you need to take a time to take a breath, you should. And remember that the students, they're not going anywhere, you know, and you know, the time you spend with them is not, is not as idle or as um, forgotten as you maybe worry it might, might be. So that, to what I just said before, how do I know if I'm reaching anybody? I mean, I guess I've been in an interview with you too, of you guys. I'm hoping that that maybe is a sign that I'm reaching you. So <laughs> something hopefully is going right, you know? Yeah. All right, that was, that was a very insightful answer. I think uh, Annabelle has our last question. So in navigating teacher and student relationships, you mentioned a little bit about this, about how teachers have to balance their own self-care in addition to managing the health and the relationships with so many, like hundreds of students, right? So what do you wish we could all change? Like if we all adjusted a little bit, how would you want us to change the teacher-student relationship? Maybe if I was gonna, if I, I'll be contrary and I'll say this. Remember that students and humans are resilient. We've proven that over eons that 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 life is resilient and life life is strong and maybe that resilience is what mhs has over other schools and in our community and our resilience as a community because we've been through some hard stuff and we've managed that and we'll manage this in that same way and maybe looking at resiliency in the sense of so you did less essays okay all right gotta catch up there but you've been through a war and that's what this is. And it's a war of attrition. And I think that we're all surviving and it's okay. And we're doing pretty darn good. And maybe recognizing that you are capable of surviving this war while you're capable of doing more work, you're capable of surviving more. So that's my contrary understanding. I'm gonna say, if there's one thing I can change is maybe we should all be pushing each other a little bit harder. Maybe this was a, yeah, this was tough, but maybe if anything, this proved us that we're capable of it. I feel like I'm doing as much as I'm struggling at times, you know, with, but like we all, as we all are, um, and making sure that I'm taking care of self care and taking care of myself and taking care of those around me. Maybe at the same time, we have to remember we're resilient. Uh, thank you for the interview, Mr. Minor. We really appreciate you and your insightful look on teachers during this pandemic. And thank you, the listeners, for tuning in to the podcast. Next time, we'll have more exciting guests and more exciting stories. Are we
Original music and sounds were provided by Lushy Labs, David Lara Ruiz, Atharpa Kulkarni, and William Trang.